This episode of Rockcast is brought to you by rock sponsor Subsplash. Subsplash is a technology company that provides software solutions for churches and nonprofit organizations. Connect with Subsplash today at rockrms.com slash sponsors. Welcome to this edition of Rockcast, the podcast where we talk all things rock. I'm Emily Foreman, and today we have John Edmiston and Nick Erdo, and we are going to tell you a little bit about what's going on and share some of our recent thoughts inside the community with the product and, and the people. We are so thrilled that you've joined us today and are ready to have a great conversation. So Nick, we always like to start with where are we? Everybody wants to know. 12.5 will be going to alpha, I'm sure, probably by the time this podcast goes out, unless the podcast goes out today. 12.5 is pretty big. There's like 45 fixes. Um, some of those are public issues that were open on GitHub. There's 21 improvements and a, a handful of uh, additions and improvements. Um, I'm just going to name a few of these because I think they might be interested uh, people might be interested in them. Like you, there's now a property on the schedule to allow automatically inactivating it hmm. once that schedule is is done. There's another feature, which I was surprised um, is in here. It's the conditional fields on workflow forms. So that's a huge, wow. that's a huge feature. Yeah. Don't let that go hidden. Exactly. It's like, that's, that's in a dot release. Well, we had to get it in there. So that's why you guys get it, um, it, it you know, it's gotten some limited use, but it, I'm sure you guys will test it in, uh, and uh, during our beta and alpha phases. And there's a whole bunch of other things. There's uh, some mobile editions for mobile block stuff. Um, I don't want to go through them all. Yeah, but there's maybe one more, like huge edition, right? The the links and the which one? The links. Links. Bookmarks. Oh. Oh yeah, bookmarks. That's well, it's not in the release notes yet, right? So there's this <laughs> new feature. How could I forget? It's the one we're like working on night and day to get done. Um, yeah, it's really cool. It's actually really fun. There's a little bookmark now at the top, and um, it it also, in addition to being like bookmarks where you can go put your favorite pages and and whatnot, there's also a quick return feature in there. So if you're you know if you were just on that group like you know five groups ago or you know three clicks ago whatever you can go back to that group right through the quick returns it's really cool yeah and that was a feature uh, funded by christ fellowship so i mean it's it's really great the the model i think is awesome when people come up with a need they help fund it and then everybody gets it um same thing with conditional um mm. on workflows that was funded by new spring so it's just really great to see churches investing in a tool for themselves, but also for the big C church. So 12.5 really, I mean, it's a it's a major release, really. I mean, it's got so much good stuff in it. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's probably a, a good way to look at it. It's, so, it's a big release. And we'll be talking about the conference, how we need to restructure how we do these releases because the, the dot releases are turning into major releases and we need to probably just shift our naming strategy a bit. Yeah. So super exciting though. Yeah, that's, that's the story I have for you this morning. So the development team has been busy, it sounds like, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. We're firing on all cylinders, and everybody's here, I see, working hard right now, and we even have a new person over there. That's awesome. Yep. 
That's great. Well, thanks for the the bonus feature review. Uh, Don't forget, if you're not updating regularly, you should be. So have a plan and don't do it on a Friday. (laughs) 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 A little bonus. Um, Great. So let's talk about the conference. The conference is exciting and the conference is coming right up. We've seen uh, most people that we typically see register for a community event um, are getting their tickets purchased already to either attend in in person or attend virtually. And we've described a bit of the difference in those two options. And and it's uh, described very well on our conference site. We have several different audiences that we see come to the conference. Um, So don't be afraid to consider whether you're bringing the right mix of people. Um, Especially if you happen to be virtual, there may be some sessions that you want to include someone maybe from your leadership team or ministry team. um, And we will have that information in hand as to what you'll see here pretty soon on the virtual side. In person, consider, are there members of your leadership team who should attend? There is a leadership and innovation track and that has great content at a high level for people to really understand what's possible in rock. There also is a great spot on new to rock. So if you're an organization that is either considering rock or working on moving your, your church over to rock right now, that's a great spot. Maybe a few people go there and if you attend elsewhere, ministry leaders, there will be content for you as well. And we should have that scheduled publishing here very soon. So you can just dig in and see uh, for yourself. We've tried to have speakers this year help identify the technical level of their talk, as well as the audience they believe would be most benefited by it. So that will give you and your team a chance to kind of map out where to go when we have a lot of tracks and a lot of content. It's going to be a great event. Um, On another topic, I'm not sure whether or not everyone has heard yet, but one of our keynote speakers, Will Mancini, has written the book uh, Future Church. And so he will be joining us on stage at the beginning of day one, uh, which is available both to in-person and virtual attendees to really talk through what does the future church look like? What paradigms and models have we tried in the past and what do we need to be doing when it comes to discipleship and engagement? Um, How do we view the church? How do we get people in? And then how do we help them get to discipleship? And sometimes it, it can feel like a splintered approach, like you have to either focus all on the people coming in the door or all on the people in the discipleship area, but what's the right balance and model. So really intriguing insights um, for those who have read the book and have not yet. I think you'll have an opportunity to gain some things that will be valuable at every level. Um, One of the things we talk about a lot here in Rock is that we're focused on ministry. And so to bring in someone with ministry insights um, is always a great idea to help flavor our perspective and our approach to how we're using our tools. Because it is so easy to just build things that make our jobs better. And I think it's just even having them is just a reflection of the community that we have and the core team in that we're not um, like you said, looking at what's needed now, we're trying to figure out what's needed in the future. And this, we're really at that inflection point where everything's changing and we want to be thinking ahead of that. Um, and I think it, you'll see, start to see some features coming out that are definitely a, ahead of the game. And we'll be talking about those at version um, at RX in yes. version 13. So lots of exciting stuff coming on that. If you haven't signed up, don't wait. Get that sign up in. 
um, we are having to go to our venue and lock some things in. So make sure that you're part of that lock-in. Additionally, the rooms at the hotel are almost completely sold out. We have had our block sell out a couple of times. And so we keep increasing it little by little, but you know, the hotel will only go for that for so long. And, um, and our block expires on August 6th. So after that, you are going to be paying the regular hotel prices. So get those hotel reservations made as soon as possible. And the reason to stay there is one, there's a great rate inside our block and two, everybody's going to be there. So mm -hmm. if you want to be hanging out that the hotel has like this little um, lower level area, that's going to have a lot of furniture all set up for just hanging out, getting together, sharing those things you've been doing, reconnecting and to be able to have all of that in one spot. And then you just hit the elevator up to your room. You know, it, it's going to be a really cool experience. So don't miss that. Um, okay, I think that's it for the conference. Um, that's a lot, but we're, yeah. we're pretty excited about it. It is. I just wish we had another extra month to get ready. For I know. It. You know, we, we had a little bit of a late start because we didn't even know if it was going to, what it was going to be, how it was going to be. Mm -hmm. So it kind of pushed back everything. So we're majorly scrambling on the other side to get everything ready. And we're trying to introduce some new technologies at the conference like we always do. So yep. there is a lot going on. There definitely is. We might be a little um, crazy between now and then, but all for good reason. And sleep deprived, John? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so in terms of um, podcasts, we like to talk about features that maybe are underutilized. Um, so the one I wanted to bring up today, and it's it's kind of two-faceted, um, it's websites run down, running on Rock. So two facets are, one is maybe you haven't implemented that yet, and uh, I, I think the big miss there is like you have all of this data inside your database um, that you can present and personalize out to um, uh, your website. Now, we've talked about personalization being a feature coming up in future versions of Rock, but that's a little bit of a misnomer because you can do amazing amounts of personalization today. As we build um, websites for churches, we're doing that. Um, even just the beginnings of that. But even the beginnings are amazing things. Um, so just remember, you have this treasure trove of information about your, your attendees that you can help personalize that and understand them better when you have that information. Um, we've been in some meetings with churches the last few weeks, and it's just been really fun to unlock the potential of the data that we already have. So a lot of the talks and, and features that we've been talking about is just showing that data um, and summarizing it and aggregating it a little bit more to do some more um, analysis. Um, but it's just amazing how much data is in there. When you have a website that runs on Rock, that goes through the roof how much data you have. Because now your people are telling you what they're interested in by what pages they're traveling to. So that's the other side of this is once you have a website on Rock, and, and I know many of you do, what are you doing with the data that it's creating for you every day? Um, I even know like years ago when I was contacting volunteers or interacting with a lot of people in our in our church community, I was always on their profile looking at when was the last time they were on the website? What were they looking at at the website? Um, before I would have phone calls or, or send emails just to make sure that I could encourage them in, in the things that they were interested in. And you can even automate that too. You know, having that church website on Rock is really valuable, but make sure that they're logged in. Like you gotta give them a reason to log in, give them tools, give them the content that need behind that login. And then it's generating basically a trail of, of their interests that you can then follow up on. So 
there's tools within Rock that I feel like are very underutilized in terms of data views that you can create that is are looking at those interactions that those page views are creating. Uh, so, for instance, I, I created a data view just for my own interest of people in the Rock community who are interested in learning. So what I look at is, um, you know, give me a list of all the people in the last two weeks who have looked at uh, Rock U or the manuals. Um, so to me, those are people who are invested in, in or interested in learning. Um, and then from there, we can send out, you know, personalized communications, um, you know, communications that even say, hey, it looks like, you know, you're looking, you're interested in groups. Here's some group, more group resources. So just realize those tools are there. They're actually pretty easy to use. You don't have to be technical to set up a data view. Um, and it's actually probably easier than you think. Uh, so that's what you can do today, which is amazing. And there's like way more tools coming. Um, but I would definitely consider, you know, putting your website on Rock. Um, it's usually a discussion in the beginning as you move to Rock that maybe a communication department is, is saying, hey, we love Rock, but we probably wouldn't run our website on that. And we commonly see that uh, change of mind over time once they realize the power of doing that. Uh, in the beginning, it's not it's not prudent to, to try to convince somebody to do that. It's better just to let them come to that conclusion by seeing that data. Um, and um, we've definitely or have some pretty cool sites coming out soon that are going to be showing that personalization in some pretty, um, pretty cool ways. Yes, that is going to be very exciting to to add the visual to that. That's what I think will help um, a lot of communication teams realize, oh, this is what's possible. It's absolutely next level. Yes, you might not be familiar with the tool set, but at one point they were trained on and learned the tool set they're using now. So it it can be learned, you know, the new tool set can be learned and it doesn't require, there are a lot of ways a website on Rock can be maintained and updated that doesn't require a lot of intense technical work. Mm -hmm. It requires the same use of uh, features and content inside Rock. Can you do all sorts of things if you have uh, front-end development skills on your team? Yes. Should you probably be leaning into building that a little bit if you have a, a website? Probably a good thing to have on your team. Um, but there are lots of ways that Rock can be updated and, in fact, dynamically updates uh, when you're running your website on Rock. Yeah, most websites that run on Rock, you usually are not updating the site from the front end. You can, right. but most of the time you're just adding content, like structured content of events, of, of, of course, sermons and series, um, of promotions. Mm -hmm. That's all usually done by just creating content channel items. So you're just typing in the title, the, right. co the content body, providing an image. And in, and in start time, end time of when the start and show it, it's it's very, very automated. It's clicking buttons and typing in content or uploading things. It's not, um, the managing of that is not uh, very intensely difficult. Right. Because I think modern websites, what's important is that you always are thinking about structured content. You, you, you want to reduce the amount of unstructured content you're throwing out to that. Um, why? Because the unstructured content is a challenge to style, if unless you know, unless you're a stylist. Um, but you don't want to give that out to your, you know, ministry leaders because they'll start making the font green and purple and blue. Um, you don't want to give those options. Um, but another good reason is uh, more and more that content needs to go across mediums. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes, yeah, the website is the first thing we think about, but it needs to also go to mobile. And you know, if it's an HTML it's more or less unstructured trying to translate that 
natively into mobile is difficult. So then you end up using like web views or, or things like that, which are not optimal. Um, but if you do it in structured content, it's very easy then to, to dynamically convert that into native experiences for web and mobile. Or perhaps you have two websites. Maybe your pastor has a website and your church has a website and you want to show the same sermon content in both places. You don't have to maintain that in two places. You maintain it in one and you can show it in both. Yep. One of the challenges we hear from a lot of people um, right now about what's holding back their ministries related to their current websites that don't run on Rock is that their campuses can't get the kind of information they need onto their site. And so there are a lot of workarounds for things like that, but it ends up being um, hamstringing their ministries because of what's possible. And working with campuses through dynamic content or through specific locations of things, that's something Rock's very capable of doing um, in that ends up being one of the reasons people, I think, uh, start considering a rock website, if even if they've had a little bit of resistance to it internally previously. On occasions, too, you see that they want to cling to the current tool, and instead, they'll ask questions you know, of us, like, well, how can I get mm. the login to work on the new tool, uh, on my old tool, and how do I get the interactions from the old site into rock, and how do I get this data that I want to personalize into the old tool, and it's really swimming upstream at that point, because now you're trying to basically recreate rock in the old tool, um, which is generally not possible, um, and instead swim downstream just learn the new tools and um and again you there are there is a little bit of thought you have to put into it like you're going to have to scale up your rock instance Mm. um power doesn't come you know for free necessarily that is when you scale your site you need to scale your your infrastructure but that generally is pretty easy especially if you're in azure it's just a matter of a few clicks and, and there's lots of rock partners out there who can help you you know understand that um but i would say that that's one thing that we've been doing a lot of training on and we have some videos out on is just under how to understand and you know the performance and, and the impacts of that because i do believe that we forget that sometimes that we just add all this functionality <laughs> and scale and we forget about the poor server um the engine that's running it and that it might need to be upgraded to that's a great point i know a lot of churches make baby steps toward a rock website by having a rock portal experience for their logged in members and attendees and then a more like marketing uh website on a different tool and that has its own challenges uh as well that i don't know if people really understand ahead of time too much but you're basically maintaining two websites at that point and Mm -hmm. getting people back and forth and having uh you know navigation concepts that work well for the user experience is a, a big challenge yeah that's a great feature glad you brought that up it's huge it's bigger than some of the features we've talked about yeah but i I think it's two factors if you're not on it get on it if you are on it use the data that it's providing again there's a gold mine of data inside of rock that that a lot of people are not using in fact most most of us are not using it yet um we've been collecting it and that's great that's the start um, and that's a lot of the things that we're looking at going forward is how do we synthesize insight from the data that we already have in these systems um, and most secular world um, companies would die to have this data and we have it it's first party it's right there um, don't so. take it for granted right yeah don't uh, and speaking of uh, the data view you were doing community members interested in learning and things what tell us a little bit about what you've seen in the community recently 
Yeah, so conference time is a, there's different things that happen around conference time, different phases of the conference. And one of the phases that we do is we always start going in and looking at the community, partly to create, you know, some some metrics for the conference, partly to start looking at, you know, this is the time of the year when we, we look at the, the Rockstar um you know, class and who's going to make the rock star class of 2022, 2021. Um, so, you know, looking through there and, and looking at some of the data, I thought some of the, what was an insight to me was, you know, the COVID's impact on the community. I think COVID's impact on the community has been twofold. One is that there's been a lot of, of, of sharing of ideas, but I think the, so like maybe the quality of communication in the community, in the community has gone up, but definitely the quantity of communication has gone down. And I think I'm, I'm attributing that without a lot of science and looking into it, but it's probably because we're a lot of us are, are really busy and we're, and we have a lot of new stresses and a lot of new um, things that we need to, we're worrying about. Um, but I just want to encourage everybody like get this, stay in the community. I know we're super busy, but in a sense, this is kind of like the Titanic moment. We need to help everybody get to the lifeboats, um, and it's a that's what community is, and that's what community matters when it when it when it's in a crisis. So you know, keep in there if you're experienced. You know, please keep helping others in. Um, I'm starting to see a lot too, a lot more questions going unanswered that are answer answerable, um, and uh, um, and if you're new, you know, keep asking. Um, but I think this is a time more speaking more to the people who have been around for a bit longer. Um, you know, I know it's times are busy, but please, the community is what we've always said is the most important thing to what we do. So, um, spend some time helping and growing that. Great. Those are really good insights. Well, thank you so much for tuning in with us. We are um, working hard to bring you uh, some exciting information and a great experience at the conference. As John mentioned, we had to make the final decision on having this event pretty late in the game. Um, so it it is scaled back a little bit in some of the um, areas that are like bright, shiny. But as far as the content, I'm impressed. We have more tracks of content from the community than we've ever had before. And it is an absolutely solid experience. So don't forget to join us um, for that. It was It's something that will make your whole year. Um, and if that's all we're talking about between now and then, well, that's what we're doing and that's what we're excited about. So thanks for tuning in. We look forward to seeing you in a few weeks at RX 2021. This episode of Rockcast is brought to you by Rock sponsor IT OneSource. Any IT products and services solutions can be acquired through IT OneSource. Connect with them today at rockrms.com/sponsors. <laughs>